Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of OA News Overtime. Jordan Hill with Justin Lee. Jordan Davis Hill. Justin. We're back. Lee. Back from Texas. Back from Texas. Ate some brisket. M- made it back in one piece. Drank some Lone Star. No, I Went didn't. to a wedding. I drank Modelo. It was great. It was good times, right? Yeah. Really available over there. And now you're back and yeah, right in time. Beautiful Texas tech country. Oh. Uh, I almost bought a tech shirt, but I didn't. I bought a uh, Lubbock Coronado high school shirt. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Rocking. From rockin the store. It. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we had to. Get, we went swimming one day, and none of us brought swimsuits or anything. So we ran by Walmart, and bought some swim five dollar swimsuits. Had to get some appropriate apparel bought, while you were there. I bought some five dollar Pokemon sunglasses. I like it. They fit, I was kind of hoping you were going to say goggles. Yeah, no. <laughs> like got Pikachu on the side of them. Yeah, yeah real nice, real yeah. classy. Yeah, now they're in the trash can at the Airbnb. Yeah, there you go. Well, Justin, you <laughs> one are use. what now? <laughs> one time use. Yes, disposables. Justin, you're coming back right on, right in time for yeah, uh, sort of the end of fall camp. Uh, we've yeah. uh, been in the mix. Uh, obviously, last week we recorded over there at the complex. Yeah. I've gotten to um, see a little bit more since then. We've talked to Brian Harson after they had that first scrimmage. Ooh, that sounded like a nightmare. Oh my gosh, we had to wait quite a while, <laughs> but uh, but it wasn't you know Harson or anybody's fault. Uh, Dude, I bet Lightning that... pushed practice back or pushed that scrimmage back. I bet the fields all tore up. I bet the grounds crews having a hard time. They probably. Probably had to, but you know what I was kind of taken by, and I'll let you kind of jump off of this uh, in a second. Just talking sure. about um, where they kind of are in fall camp, but sure. um, he talked about he went to basically the the team leaders. I mean the captains while they were waiting. I was like, what do you guys want to do? I think you oh know, really being open to like, do we want to scrimmage another day? He's like, he said that they were like, we're gonna wait it out. You know, we're gonna do whatever we can and and still have that scrimmage. Um, so that was pretty interesting to get a little insight on that. And I, I know other – Do you know who the captains are yet? I don't just know. Veterans? He just said, like, I think, like, team leaders. Bo I don't, and you Owen. Know, he didn't – I don't think yeah. he named specific people. Bo and Owen. Um, but as uh, – I'll name specific people. <laughs> yeah. But as some of the people, uh, some of the other beat writers pointed out, like, he gave us probably more intel after a scrimmage than, you know, probably sure. Gus ever did. Sure. Um, well, hey, we got an open practice going on. <laughs> I know. I How know, weird is that? That is wild. I've never th- – I haven't seen that in the SEC – I mean, maybe I'm not paying attention, but I haven't seen that. I would be hard-pressed. I don't know what South Carolina's practices have looked like just because I bring them up because they've been very open with oh, yeah, media. Right. I mean, yeah. they've, like, they rolled out, like, every quarterback but a walk-on the other day to talk to players. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if they've done it. But, yeah, it's very, very rare. And that's yeah. something that, um, in talking to different people, I've kind of made the point, like, you know, I'm just glad that we're getting the access we're getting because sure. they don't have to do that. Right, I mean, right. I, and I, I went to Georgia. I covered Georgia when I was still in school. Yeah. Georgia by no means did any of this kind of stuff as right. far as, uh, you know, not getting to watch any kind of practice. Right. I know we only get 20 minutes, um, but we have gotten a few open practices and going to have another one for yeah. a full length. The open practice is crazy. Like, it's in the fall? And, like, right before the game? The week yeah, before. Yeah, obviously they're not going to run any of their stuff. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, when they, the fans when they put Tank Bigsby back there at quarterback, man, I mean, <laughs> Akron Zip. They show their Wildcat triple flip, <laughs> double sow cow reverse pass. Tom Arth is going to be in the stands, and you don't get that joke because Tom Arth is the head coach at Akron. <laughs> and, and no one knows. And nobody knows <laughs> who Tom Arth is. <laughs> Dude, they could show up, though. They could. What if they did? Nah, I doubt it. Yeah. You know, they're cheering on Brandon Council. You know, he played Oh, yeah. I, I asked him about that, and I was, uh, you know, I might wind up writing something quick on that. Okay. But he was like, yeah, you know, it was fun, but I feel like I've, you know, made a lot of progress. Sure. Um, 
sure. I feel like we're kind of getting a little off track. We are but, rambling. But we're still talking football. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts just on what we've seen to this point and what we've kind of heard around the program as uh, we get closer and closer at the start of the season? What's funny is I just went and listened to – let's go on another tangent. I just went and listened to uh, Andy Burcham speak at the uh, Rotary Club. I guess it's the Auburn Rotary Club. Uh, Abby Crank has the details. I was just there to take a picture. Dude, he was such a captivating speaker, I forgot to take a picture until like the very end. Yeah, whoa. He was taking questions, and I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I got the picture. reason I'm here. <laughs> but that was really funny, and he, he obviously he went over the whole team with people, um, but then was just talking about like how – how much he's looking forward to kind of a more normal season, if that can happen. Mm. Uh, he's talking about uh, – and he would, like, nod at me. He's like, Justin, you know this, like, talking about, uh, talking about parking. And he's like, yeah, the parking, they usually put us way over there. And last year he would just roll up to the Coliseum right across the street yeah. and just walk in. And he's like, he's like, looking forward to worse parking this year. Yeah. I want to be – Way back there and talk to some folks. Y'all got to shuttle us. Yeah, and talk, maybe talk to some folks on the way in. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I think that just kind of the buzz, you know, man, uh, just kind of the buzz from everybody, hoping that, that this could be uh, more of a normal season. Um, we saw the convocation starring Suni Lee as yes. a cameo appearance. True. That was a thing. That's new. That's different. Yeah. I've never seen that at Auburn before, but, mm-hmm. you know, all the students went in the stadium little preview of what the student section will look like. Um, but, hey, man, uh, numbers are bad at the hospital, but yeah. uh, it has to be said. But, um, you know, where, wherever those decisions are made up the line in the governor's office or whatever, that's where those decisions are going to be made. But, uh, but yeah, um, just kind of the excitement of, of, of maybe a more normal season. It's kind of – I don't know. That's that's kind of where I'm picking – what I'm picking up today. Yeah, I think that's fair and uh... – you know, like you mentioned, the convocation, Brian Harson was out there and, uh, yeah. you know, was talking about championships, and that really fired okay. a bunch of people up. I mean, right, and, and that, you know, if you're a fan, that's what you want to hear your first-year head coach, you know, talking sure. about the aim and, and what they want to do here. And, and obviously he came in knowing that's the expectation because they just fired a coach that mm-hmm. uh, never had a losing season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously the aim's going to be a little bit higher than what Gus was able to do. And who had a pretty good first year. Yes. <laughs> it was okay, I guess. <laughs> no. Had a great first year and, and came within probably, what, 13 seconds yep. maybe to win a national title. I think it was exactly 13 seconds. Yep. Yep. Um, with Harson coming off of that uh, scrimmage that we got to talk to him afterwards, uh-huh. I'm trying to think of some of the stuff that stood out. He talked about the defense uh, made several, you know, forced several turnovers, I sure. should say. I think that should make you excited. Clearly we we didn't, you know, get to see what those looked like if it was, you know, right. uh, uh, you know, really clear mistakes by the offense or the defense really being scrappy and forcing turnovers. Right. Um, besides that, I'm hey, what's to... up with safety uh, by Darius? Somebody said by Darius Knighton. Was That's that the way that it is sounding. Uh, Smoke Monday's got that one safety spot obviously locked down, but uh-huh. we keep hearing more and more about by Darius Knighton. And uh, he's a SEMO guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Southeastern Missouri State okay. transfer who uh, had had a lot of praise from where when he played at SEMO and. Mm-hmm. Um, has clearly really impressed people. And uh, shout out to uh, cornerback Nehemiah Pritchett because he was basically giving us like the, the the secondary like how it was all stacking Let's up. Let's go Nehemiah. So, like, people were just and then well, we hide it. don't we're not hiding anything Nehemiah. Let's go. And then somebody tried to ask him about which quarterback looked best, and then he went to oh they're all looking good. <laughs> so it was like yeah sometimes you got to pressure look. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think based on what we're hearing by Darius Knighton is probably the guy. Um, he talked okay. about Donovan Kaufman, who came over from Vanderbilt, playing mm-hmm. a good bit of nickel. Okay. Um, Move so him to nickel, nickel and special teams. That yep, makes sense to me. Yep, that makes a lot of sense sure. to me. 
Um, other than that, looking back on that scrimmage, mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny. Uh, someone asked about Demetrius Robertson, how he played, mm-hmm. and Brian uh, talked about Demetrius Davis, uh, Demetrius Davis, I should say, for about three or four minutes. I really praised the way he played in that scrimmage, All only right. for him to be like a coach I was actually asking about. And uh, <laughs> took Brian's credit, he was like, oh, well, you got a bonus there, basically, and then started talking about <laughs> Demetrius Robertson. Both, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, apparently he played pretty well. I still think you know obviously it's Bo and it's tj and uh then it's uh, demetrius but that sure. that has to make you feel good because we've heard good things about davis going back to the spring probably the upside of demetrius oh yeah if it if it, if it came in a game grant might jump in there first yeah, i agree if two people get hurt against akron i agree but yeah the, the upside the future yeah uh, you know they demetrius. and some of the other players i'm trying to remember who it was specifically had said you know that he had made significant gains since first getting there in the spring, which is what you would hope. Sure. But that doesn't mean just because you hope it is it's what he actually does. All right. Um, so that was pretty good to see. Um, as far as just other things we've seen in camp, I mean, uh, people continue to praise the defensive line, which is, yeah. to me, you know, it's up there with probably the receivers as, like, the biggest question mark mm-hmm. um, and how that shakes out. And people have been singing the praises of guys like Derek Hall, which I don't think surprises probably either of us, but also T.D. Moultrie, who I think is a guy that, you know, probably hasn't quite had the career that we might have thought he would. Sure. But, um, they, There's always time, brother. Yes. They yeah. – uh, you know, him coming back for, I believe he's a super senior. I mean, so that may really, really pay off for him. Um, and he was asked super seniors. And I was he asked, he's like, do you know have the number? He asked me out in the crowd and he put me on the spot. And I said five or six. I, I believe mean, Chandler, it's like, Tony. Yeah. Uh, Demetrius. I think Devin Geis might be. Okay. Malcolm asked yeah. you. I'm trying to remember. There's a few of those guys uh-huh. that – because initially we were only told two. We were it was originally going to be Tyrone Truesdale, who's no oh. longer on the team, right. and then Grant Loy. That right. that had been the uh, two we knew. Grant. Yeah. And then we. But came. like the transfers, Tony oh. Demetrius, Tony Fair Demetrius, right? Robinson, yeah. And they're all super seniors. I believe so. Grad, I believe graduates. so. I know Demetrius is. I'm not positive on Tony Fair. Tony is. Probably is. Um, um, yeah. Anyway. So, so yeah, there's a number of guys that you know sure. have played, and and uh, they're expecting to play bigger roles. Right. Um, Wooten, yes, yeah, Chandler. Well, you know, technically, I don't. He's think the only so. one. Well, he's the only one who used it. Well, the way I mean, that it's this drawn up, right? Yeah, he's well, the I mean, only one. He opted out, so right. I think technically he had that other year of eligibility. Yeah, I guess. Either way, he's a very experienced guy coming right. back. Right, right, right. Um, T- speaking of Tony, oh yeah, that I'm just saying that DT position, defensive tackle, nose guard, right? Without Tyrone, yes. Who did he leave? The, have we talked about him on the podcast yet? I believe I don't think so. we might have talked might about have. him. Yeah, we talked about him last week while we were okay. standing up there melting. <laughs> I went back and watched the video. If you want to see a man our, just our, completely melt. Over my the, hair probably gets like more curly dude, as it goes I was, on. Oh, I was so sweaty by yeah. the end of that. When like, we got up there, there was cloud cover, and then there wasn't. And then there wasn't. But God, it's okay. God shined a light down on the <laughs> Black Auburn News sure. uh, Overtime podcast. But, but yeah. T- so Tony Fair's in there. J.J. Pegues is in there. Those are probably one of the biggest question marks now yeah. that Truth is gone. Yes, and I yeah. think that where that'll be something fast forwarding to something that you mentioned earlier, they've announced that on August 28th, there's going to be an open practice and fans mm-hmm. can come. There's going to be like a fan zone um, at noon and then they're going to practice, I believe, at two mm-hmm. central time on that Saturday. The Saturday that is one week before they play Akron. 
Um, what are some of the things you're kind of looking for? Because I think you kind of hit on my biggest one is just who fills that spot in the middle of the defensive sure. line because, that, you know, I think on all the other positions we have a pretty good feel of like the two or three guys. Like, mm-hmm. say receiver. I mean, we've seen some of those guys who you're like, okay, they, they have a pretty good chance. I think there's still a little bit of uncertainty about who it is that's going to kind of fill the middle of that line. Mm-hmm. And that may be really the biggest role – on that defensive line, you got to have a guy that can stuff the run in the middle yep. of that line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw what a game breaker Derek was, Derek Brown, at that position inside. Yes. I mean, it can be, it can, it can change a game. Um, but no, I, I think I would most look. look I, it's interesting you talk about uh, Donovan. Like, I'm interested to see him at nickel and all that. Yes. Like, that's interesting to me. Um, but I mean, I keep repeating myself: Who is Bo going to throw to? Yes. Who's going to be the receiver? Who's going to be the guy? And man, I, I want to see Elijah in that in an extended situation because we've only seen him for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, he kind of look, he looks the part, man. When he's out there, he looks the part. And uh, you know, and like we say, it's only a few drills. But sometimes you can tell you're like, that guy's got it, or that guy yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. Um, something that I don't know if we'll see at that practice, but it's it's one of those things that we've really not gotten to see at all is, like, I want to see who the returners are. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you mentioned Donovan Kaufman. It seems like he would be at least in the mix for, for sure. punt return or kick return. He did really well in the two games that he played for Vanderbilt last year. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, now I'm just like when Auburn football puts out a video of them at practice, I'm like, you know, looking at it with a magnifying glass. And, <laughs> and, and it looked like they had Nehemiah Pritchett at one point back okay. there returning a punt. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I no. mean, they could be getting several different guys at reps. But, right. but yeah, I like saw that. I was like, hey, look at this. <laughs> look, Nehemiah. Yeah. We found uh, so, yeah. so we really don't know. And, you know, obviously even back with – kick returns like right. it seems highly unlikely that they'll put tank back there but i mean one would think jordan one would hope one would think uh maybe worm i be i would be okay with if you're an auburn fan watching that i would not panic if they had sean back there but as soon as number four trots back out there i'm like what are y'all doing i mean unless the call is fair catch yeah buddy. <laughs> that's just asking for trouble that's especially. just my opinion no, we'll see how that goes i think you're right Oof. um what else with what's left of fall camp? You know, they've still got several practices, mm-hmm. um, and we'll get to see that kind of, you know, essentially a dress rehearsal, even though we know they're not going to show us a ton. Sure. Because, again, Coach Arth may be there. Yeah. Um, but uh, is um, there anything else, that, or even just from what we've seen so far, that has stood out to you? I mean, we're so weak. We're so far in. Buzz the quarterback. Like, don't. Yeah. It's over. Yes. Like, don't worry about it. Like, he's taken every we did every it. time they we s- did it, Bo. Yeah, <laughs> every That's gonna be the name of the every single drill we see, every single one, he's the first one to take the rep. Not even once has anyone else taken the first rep. Bo's your quarterback coming into the first game. Yes, so that we can say that now definitively. And I will say this too: that brings up and something that Brian Harson said after that scrimmage. Someone asked him. In the past, he has played multiple quarterbacks. And sure. he was asked, is that on the table? Not that that's the plan, but is that something you would consider? Sure. And he said, we have done that in the past, but that's not what we're focused on. Like, that's not basically saying that's not what the plan is. It's not what you want to do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. right. Um, okay. So, you know, I thought I, that I was – so And good. I thought that was interesting that he said that. I mean, yeah. you know, it doesn't really change anything. And I think anyone who's really watched – I think right. TJ has looked good, but I have not yet come out of a day and said – uh, TJ may be pushing yeah, Bo. I think. Not yet, no. I think that it's pretty clearly still Bo's job. And and, and and as we said, TJ, hey, if he can come and push Bo, good. 
but again, he is a COVID freshman, and you know, it's like everyone's like always oh, coming in to compete with Bo. Technically, he's kind of coming in to compete with Demetrius. Yeah, it's him and Demetrius as the next. Uh, who's next? Yeah, is 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 kind of how I see it, honestly. So, um, but obviously, you want as you know, if things go sour for Bo, he gets in his own head. You know, can't yeah. stop throwing to the other team, then. Then you want your best best option available. So. I, I think that's exactly the way you have to look at it. It's like on the you know like say everything goes as we hope. You get a guy that's got a little bit of SEC experience. Mm-hmm. You can kind of mold him into mm-hmm. be behind a guy like Bo, who mm-hmm. we hope to bring. We hope to bring Bo's game to the next level, sure. and in the process, TJ can learn. Mm-hmm. And then worst case scenario, Bo does not play the way we hope he can, and then we've got another option. So, right. So I don't, you know, I, I've never gotten the sense that TJ was brought in and told, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they told him you could compete, but I don't right. think there was the assumption that he would have a, right. a, a an inside track maybe of playing. Jordan, the only question left is, is this the year? I mean – Dark Horse Heisman candidate? We'll find out soon enough. Yes. And the nice thing will be, too, before we kind of shift gears real quick, uh, these early games you can even still get a guy like TJ in. Mm-hmm. If things go to plan, you should be able to get TJ Finley in the Akron game and the Alabama State yep. game. Um, so you can kind of see what he's able to do and, sure. and how he handles those moments. Right, for sure, yeah. So shifting from football, which has been the focus clearly um, since they really opened fall camp, mm-hmm. we had a chance to talk to the one and only Suni Lee. Hey man, last Friday I even jumped in there. He, he was in Texas. I know, I know. I was like, all right, I got it. Don't worry. No, and then I was, first I was, question of the Zoom, we got I, Justin I, Lee. Like, all right, cool. I wasn't planning on it. You know, I thought we'd have plans, but then that morning, just like game time decision, it was like 9:45. We were in an Airbnb, me and the groomsmen. Guys were showering and stuff, and I was like, all right, I'll jump in my room, and I can jump in. I got 20 minutes. So it worked out. It worked out. I wasn't planning on it, but uh, it worked out. It was good. And so it was nice. This was really SUNY's first <laughs> media availability since she got to Auburn. I was just going to say how ironic, though, that like she finally does a media. And I know. I'm I'm, <laughs> I, me- I messaged you and was like, hey, man, we're getting SUNY tomorrow. And you're like, come on. <laughs> of course. I was like, they knew. They were timing. They were looking yeah. at me like, all right. He's gone. He's gone. Get right, him. We got, we got the Friday wide open. Yeah. <laughs> but but nah, it worked out. Jumped yeah, in there. Oh, yeah. But looking at the way that kind of played out, you know, that was really SUNY's first availability since she got to Auburn. Mm-hmm. What stood out to you? What did you take away from what she had to say, you know, about the last few weeks and sort of even sure. her vision for what she is kind of focused on going forward? I mean, just it's just how excited she is to be here. Um, it was, I don't know, kind of a weird thing to see her with that AU backdrop behind her, you yeah. know what I mean? But uh, thankfully, I said on Twitter, I won't become the joker telling these people that she's really coming. She's really coming. They're like, so, oh, no, no, that's, you know, on yeah. Zoom you can make fake backgrounds. <laughs> she wasn't really there. It's all a conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, the coolest thing was her at the convocation, man. So, yes. so if you haven't seen that video, um, you know, it's on, I think it's on Twitter. She posted on her Twitter too. Yes. But Butch Thompson speaking, and he's like, you know, you come here to Auburn, you can do anything. And he's like, what am I talking about? Y'all already did everything. And uh, yeah, and there's SUNY in the crowd with the shaker in hand, you know. And that's and man, you know, and I wrote that column at the end, um, and that's what's all that was. That's what it was all about, and I think that's what SUNY's legacy could be. I think that's the opportunity for her because you know I wrote that thing, and there there was um, I can't remember her name, but it was an old gymnast from like '96, right? And this is the dark days of you know U.S. gymnastics, mm-hmm. and this is a girl who's pushed too hard to do too much. 
didn't get to have a real childhood or life, you know what I mean, doing this stuff. And she goes up on the metal stand, and she's hearing the national anthem play, and it's like, now what do I do? Yeah. Like, what's next for me? Yeah. And Sunni went up on that podium, and she knew, and she told everyone in the world, even though they didn't believe her, I'm going to Auburn. That's See you in the do. planes. Yeah, I'm going to go to Auburn. I'm going to go, and I'm going to go to the foot, I'm gonna go football games, I'm going to go watch the Eagle, and I'm going to compete for gymna- gymnastics for Auburn. And so there it was. There she was with her shaker, you know what I mean? Um, that's pretty cool, and I think that's, that's the coolest thing about NIL to me um, is that maybe she can pave the way, and some of these elite gymnasts who just because of the nature of the sport peak when they're 16, 17, 18, mm-hmm. they can still be normal girls. They can still go to college if they want to. That's so big, and uh, you know, and then like, like, so right away we see that's kind of the 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 trailblazing that Suni's doing. Um, that's kind of the 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 path she's carving for for other elites um, to say, hey, there's life after gymnastics. You can still go to school. And, and I thought it was very interesting. I thought she was really candid about like handling this newfound fame. I mean, she was sure. like, I mean, it's it's you know something she kind of expects to eventually die down, which I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know at one point she was asked, "Did you see the billboard in town that yeah. like had you with the gold medal?" And she's like, "No, nope, I haven't seen that." <laughs> but there's, there's been a lot of billboards. Yeah, there's been a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought that to me, she really showed a maturity of like, you know, obviously everybody knows who I am. So that's been nice. And she Mm -hmm. said, you know, that everybody's been really pleasant with welcoming her to Auburn and helping her get settled in. She said all the other gymnasts have reached out separately and been like, what do you need? Mm -hmm. Which, you know, I mean, I feel like there could be that window where if you're one of her teammates, you know, she's obviously already the biggest star on this team. Sure. But clearly they've all showed that they want her and value her and want to make her fit in and make sure she fits in. In. Oh yeah. Um, so that was really nice to see, and, and obviously this is just going to be the start, and I'm sure we talk about super seniors. There's a lot of super seniors who, uh, Drew Watson's one of them, who presumably came back, obviously for another, you know, a little more school, but yeah. presumably came back to compete with SUNY. Absolutely. Yeah. So That's they're cool. they're fired up to have her, and it's going to be fun to watch. And I'm yeah. sure that this is. The first time we've talked about Suni since she landed in Auburn, but yeah. most certainly not. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like I said, I did the South Park thing on Twitter. Like, what do we do now? Now we play the game. Yeah. Now, now she's here. Well, let's so. do it. <laughs> a couple of yeah. things before we get out of here, Justin. Uh, Summer League has been underway for the NBA, and, and two guys uh, that were playing for Auburn last year have, have looked pretty good so far. Sharif Cooper with the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. JT Thor with the Charlotte Hornets. Sharif uh, had a game winner, man. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, how how much value or, or stock do you kind of put in what they've been able to do? Again, it is just summer league, but they sure. are trying to show what they can do at the next level. Well, you don't want to get out there and, and look lost. Yeah. And with with a deer in your deer eyes, deer in the headlights, in the headlights in your eyes, whatever, uh, whatever it is. Oh uh, deer. <laughs> but uh, they didn't they didn't look lost. They looked like they fit right in. And uh, with Sharif, man, he was dishing dimes to players he's never played with before. So I mean, that's going to translate. You yeah. know, that's that stuff's going to go to the next level. It's not just players that he's able to practice with. I don't even know how much they practice together, these yeah. guys in summer league. This is a hodgepodge of, of players. Yeah. And he was still dishing a little behind the back, you know, <laughs> under the hoop. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the main thing you want is to look the part, and they all look the part. Both of them look the part. They both had good stat lines. Uh, they both had some highlight plays. JT Thor that block that was all over, all over social media. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, um, there you go. Uh, looking the part, and they did that. What was nice was seeing, like, immediately after 
JT had that big moment, and then Shreve hit that game winner. Was seeing Bruce Pearl's time timeline on Twitter because it was like yeah. we knew, you know, yeah. JT could do that, and like oh, Sharif yeah. was a guy Bruce we could believe. Like I told you, I let everybody know. <laughs> what I was really taken by, or what stood out to me, is you know, since summer league started, Sharif. Uh, I know with the athletic, they had a, a really interesting Q and A with him, and he talked okay. about essentially kind of playing with a chip on his shoulder because he went you know, a lot later in the draft than I think most people expected. We knew that, you know, he probably wasn't going to be a lottery pick, but, I mean, he went in the second round. JT went before he did, and I think that he's kind of taken the mindset that I want to prove some people wrong. And if you're – I mean, I I like the Atlanta Hawks, and if you're a diehard Atlanta Hawks fan, I think that should really excite you with what he could do as the backup point guard behind Trey. That's a really good – for the Hawks, we've talked about it before, but for yes. the Hawks, what a good perfect pick. fit, yeah, perfect pick. I mean, per- what, what kind of second, what value are you going to get out of your second round pick besides that? Like mm-hmm. the tray, the guy to give Trey a breather, like that's perfect. Yes, perfect. Yes, so, and maybe put them both on the floor at the same time, get Trey some open threes. You know, yeah. you never know. Could see. You never know. Excited to see them if they put them both on the floor. I may fall over and <laughs> have a c- conniption. <laughs> the other team's going small. It could happen. So, Justin, yeah. let's get ready to finish this okay. episode, but we got to start with this. For us. Hey, baby. Let's go. The start of high school football. Let's go, baby. we got some games on Thursday and then fired up. pretty regular slate on Friday. Yeah. Just generally with high school football this time of year, what are you most excited about, about high school football being back? Man, high school football is the greatest sport in the world. It's near and dear to my heart, man. It's so much fun. And, uh, man, anybody, any, anybody who's listening, both of y'all out there, let me tell you. <laughs> Mom, Dad, Listen, <laughs> Uncle when, Earl. When we were in the middle of lockdown last summer and no one could go anywhere or do anything, we all said we're never going to take sports for granted. Man, go Friday night, turn off the TV, and go to the game down the road. Find the one closest Tell the to misses. <laughs> round the kids up. Get everybody, man. And just go to the game. It doesn't matter if you went to school there or not. No. Just find the school closest to you, find you a home game, and just roll through, slide through. And if you, if you want to leave at halftime, leave at halftime. But per chances are, you're going to stay the whole game, and chances are you're going to come back another week. Absolutely. So go, just get out, man. And like you said, uh, we said we never take it for granted, so don't. Yeah. We get, if we get a chance, if the ball's in the air, man, go, go watch it. Go see it. TV will be there when you get back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I know from, from our perspective as riders at the games, there's nothing I enjoy more than going to a game and talking to a guy afterwards who had a big game uh-huh. and then giving him the stat line, <laughs> you know, what he was able to do that night. I'll never forget Amante Spivey. He's at East Mississippi Community, Community College now, but he was uh, at Central right. Phoenix City. And I can't remember the stat line, but, I mean, he had ran all over whoever they were playing. And so I get to him, like, Amante, you know, you had 330 rushing yards and four touchdowns, and the look on his face, like, he was just so, <gasps> like, he was like, oh, my gosh. Dude, I have an Amante story. Remember that? He, like, called the touchdown on the sideline to me. Like, ran over to me and was like, it's a touchdown. And then he comes back and he's like, you see that? You see that? I really wish I had my phone rolling then, but I didn't. I was taking pictures, still pictures. But, dude, Amante's great. It's the best time of the year. I truly, truly mean that. I yeah. love covering high school football it's the so best, much. Man. It's the best. Get to a game. Get to a game. You'll like it. Promise. Well, we're going to get ready to go to our games. Yeah, man. And, Getting fired uh, up. Thanks again for watching. Always make sure and subscribe and like and tell your 
Mom, Paul. Hey, that one dollar deal's still out there. I yes, think. Yes, it is. Because I was plugging it yesterday on, when I man. went and got my truck from the mechanic shop. I was yeah, like, tell them about hey, it. Hey, y'all. It's a dollar. Get a dollar. Seriously, all football season. Six months for a dollar. Just get get it taken care of now. Get it get it taken care of for a dollar. Do it. We're there. We'll Easy. give you time. We're gonna get out of here until yeah. next week. Take care.